Good morning from Skift. It's Tuesday, March 9th here in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Immelt explores his time at the helm of one of the world's largest companies, from navigating a post-9-11 world to the 2008 financial crisis and more. Buy your copy today. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. IPOs are few and far between in aviation, yet Sun Country Airlines has more than doubled what it hopes to raise from its initial public offering. The company has also outlined plans for a revised target of $240 million in gross proceeds from its public debut, writes airlines reporter Edward Russell. The Minneapolis-based carrier will initially price at $21 to $23 per share. The offering includes 9.1 million shares of common stock listed on the NASDAQ under the SNCY ticker, plus the option of another 1.4 million shares offered to the banks managing the listing. But Sun Country didn't indicate when its shares will begin trading. The offering adds up to between $220 million and $240 million in gross proceeds from the IPO. The amount far exceeds the $100 million initial fundraising expectations outlined in Sun Country's prospectus in February. Next, we explore the latest guidelines from the CDC. It's first for the growing number of Americans who have received a COVID-19 vaccine. They allow many activities to resume, but stop short of endorsing travel. How much the CDC's guidance affects the outlook for the travel industry is unclear. Airlines and hotels have begun reporting an uptick in bookings, both in Europe and the U.S., among vacationers eager to either get out of the house or visit relatives. U.S. airlines say that flying is safe, citing the HEPA filters, electrostatic spraying, and other enhanced cleaning measures now standard on flights. Several studies have found that, when people wear masks, the chance of transmitting COVID-19 on board a flight is very low, writes airlines reporter Ned Russell. Finally, we wrap up with invaluable advice from Event Manager's blog on how the events industry can help create a more gender-equal world. The pandemic has disproportionately disadvantaged women, particularly women of color. This is also true of events where many have lost their livelihoods in an industry where women make up so much of the workforce. Event MB's editor-in-chief, Miguel Neves, spoke to several leading women on how the industry can do better. Tech evangelist and founder of Dahlia and Agency, Dahlia El-Ghazar, tells Neves that the event sector now more than ever needs to celebrate women every day, not only on International Women's Day. More importantly, women need to learn how to celebrate themselves and others, small and large wins. For Fiona Pelham, CEO of Positive Impact Events and chair of ISO 2021, there are even bigger reasons to try and make a difference. She believes event professionals are responsible for creating the future of human connection, and the foundation for that has to be gender equality, ensuring everyone's voices are heard. For travel stories and blogs on this and more, head to skift.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com daily.